0: Hello, welcome back to episode number. 14 of the Dragon, Retribution Dragons Lair podcast. Um, I'm your host, Cameron Becker, and I'm joined once again by
1: my good friend, Josh Kempton. Kemo, how are you going, man? Uh, good, thanks, Cameron. I wasn't actually aware we were starting the podcast, <laughs> yeah. so I was in my own little world for a moment there, but hello to you and hello to our listeners.
0: Well, it's been a, bit, a little little while coming this afternoon, but we have got underway, and uh, a good big hello to my dear friend, Liam Hindle, on the buttons. How are you, Liam?
2: Big hello to you, um, to Camo, and to all the listeners. We love you, as always. Um, it's actually episode 17 of this 17. season. There you go. Uh, um, it and can't be, because we have 14 weeks of cricket.
0: Oh, no, we do multiple uh, m- uh, uh, games. Yeah. Uh, Come on, Camo. Rounds versus um, weeks. doodle
2: 21 last season, so we're getting ever closer to that 50.
0: There you go. Um, uh, Blake Hole did mention when we first started it that the, the uh, numbering was 00, zero whatever, mm. and he was like, I'm excited to hear the 100th episode. Mm. So we're only uh, 40% of the way there now. <laughs> i have to get him on when we get there. <laughs> um, as always, we're brought to you today by Retrovision. Uh, Retrovision offers the best brands, the latest technology from small appliances and white goods. You'll find the very latest from the world's best brands for school, work, and play. Camo, we uh, had another weekend of cricket on the weekend.
1: Yeah, um, as we do tend to have most times when we come in here on a Monday, there was a weekend of cricket that happened, um, probably.
0: I'd love to be able to put some different uh, adjectives in front of that, but Um, at the moment.
1: We've had a few of these lately, probably not overly a successful one. Um, The fourth grade get a win. Yeah. The under-15s, I believe, get a win, but... Apart from that, it was pretty uh, slim pickings. Um, The first grade and the Premier T20 side both had really close losses, which was unfortunate.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, uh, we didn't have a whole lot of results go away. But let's get into a bit more depth uh, in that camo with the AR Advisors uh, round review.
1: Uh, So thank you to AR Advisors. We'll start with the first grade who are at Floriatt Park up against Suby Floriatt. And unfortunately, just went down by the nine runs there. So um, Bondi wins the toss and elects to bowl on. A wicket, you think at Floriot Park, like, like a few other wickets around, you think it's quite flat. I was going to um, say,
0: traditionally quite a nice batting day.
1: Yeah, and when I actually rocked up like slightly, like just asked, um, I won't identify one of the outfielders, I said, How is it? He said flat. So yeah. Okay. But actually, um, it offered a bit of early assistance to um, Matt Hanna in particular, who bowled yep. really, really well without much luck. Like he had a catch dropped at second slip first ball, and then he took second slip out, and a ball went there straight after, <laughs> as it tends to do. So yeah, he bowled really well to start, but yeah, Super it got away to a decent start there.
0: Good to see Matty back in with some form as well, working his way back into a bit of full fitness. Yeah,
1: looked um looked nice and fit, Matty. That was probably my observation. But yeah, Suby Floryt started with the 69-run partnership for the first wicket. Uh, Bondy cycles through the the bowlers before Guru picks up a wicket bowl to make the first breakthrough.
0: Uh, yeah, well, I was going to say they uh, looked to be in a really good position while I was sort of following the scores on Saturday. Uh, Suby Floryt, I was probably looking a little bit. Worrying there of getting a real big score for a little while, at least.
1: Yeah, so um, Holti and Guru do pick up wickets through the middle overs there, but Subi, they were pretty well set at 3 for 164 in the 37th over, but two of our fast bowlers in a bit of a Zach Ferris put on a bit of a squeeze, so five quick wickets between those boys, that will limit Subi Florida to 227, which, um, yeah, that sort of stage we might have been looking at 250, 260, and that wouldn't have, would not have been pretty hard, hard to... Chase, obviously, so it was a good effort in the middle there by those two.
0: It's nice to see uh, the pace bowlers get the wickets for a change. I feel like a lot of the time we sort of go, oh, they bowled well without luck, the pace bowlers, yep. and, uh, yeah, the spinners pick them up, but it's good to see six between uh, Vid and Fez.
1: Um, so, yeah, Vidic picks up three for 50 from 10 overs, Um, continues to go really well in first grade after coming out from the twos. Um, Yeah, Fez, Zach, Varis, three for 38 from his 10 overs, and then Guru picks up two for 53 from 10, and Holter gets a wicket as well, one for 22 for five for him.
0: Yeah, you'd probably be pretty happy with 227 from where they were, at least as you said, could have been a big one, and they uh, brought it right back at the end there.
1: Uh, yeah, like we said, probably a bit of a new ball wicket, and we slumped to 4 for 27 <laughs> pretty quickly to sort of prove that with um, Isaac Malentus, Blair Walsh, Bondi, and Oliver Arkansas all coming and going, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, we are following along as well. Obviously, our game wasn't in the greatest spot. Oh, yeah, well, so we, were, we will get uh, to that. Yeah, no keeping, keeping an eye on the others. And it was uh, a little bit disappointing to see that score line.
1: Uh, so the task of the rebuild sort of falls to Shane Warnes and John Sanders. And those two did it really well. So put on 102 for the fifth wicket. Um, sort of started quite sort of circumspect, but played a few more shots as everything's innings grew on. Um, Shane actually hit two sixes, like two. Nice. And, like, he half-hit them both. Yeah. Like, I can't recall the second one, but the first one was, like, a pull shot. He almost pulled out of halfway through it. <laughs> it still went well over the square leg boundary, and there was another... I can't recall the other six, but he did half hit it as well and went for six. That he was hits a
0: clean ball, warns yeah. you. I think like when you, you see him sort of even even like doing throwdowns or something, he's just got that timing of the ball that makes it sound different, look different. So I'm not surprised he can still whack bombs when he's not trying.
1: Uh, yeah, John Sanders in that partnership as well. Some magnificent slog sweeps, amazingly. Um, I love it. Yeah, there was a, a bit of a race on to get to 50. Um, Shane, unfortunately, gets out for 49. But John, I think he was on about 32 and Shane was on 49. and. John managed to beat it to 50 just through <laughs> yeah. some brilliant slogs. Way yeah, I heard
0: Warzy was uh, getting a little bit bogged down towards the end of his innings there. But um, really, a lot of the time you don't see a 100-run partnership for that sort of uh, maybe a breakthrough partnership for a batting team, that sort of thing. So, you yeah, know, sometimes you see it at 30 or 40. It's nice to see that really kick onto a big one.
1: Uh, Shane does for LBW for 49, um, just between... Me and the listeners, that decision, the umpire would perhaps want back. And I <laughs> thought that was not hitting a second set, but umpires made mistakes. That's okay. Uh, Holty and Guru come and go as well, but uh, John finds another partner in Matt Hanna. So those two put on 53, and Matt was really good, really positive, really turning over the strike and put a few boundaries away as well.
0: Yeah, I think uh, Matty has always been a good bat, but he went through a, probably a period there where he uh, sort of thought like a number 11, if you, if you <laughs> get my drift, where it was a bit oh, If I try and hit a six first ball and I come off, it's a win, but... Um, yeah, it's unlikely duo that at the end they're getting as close But It's
1: all um it's been in a bit of flux that sort of lower middle order for the first grade like yeah. obviously. There's some really good players there in like Guru, Holtie, Mariana, um Ollie's been down there a little bit so I think he's just been sort of shuffling the deck a bit to get that mix right.
0: Yeah, 100% I think in when you haven't been uh you know amazing with the bat as a squad, you know you're probably trying to find that who who bats 4, who bats 5, who bats 6 so there's always a little bit of trying to find the right combo.
1: Uh, so we lose Maddie for thirty towards the end, unfortunately. So those two were looking really likely to get it done, but John carries on with Zach Ferris for company. After we lose a bit of he, yeah, makes a brings up a brilliant hundred. there's yeah. not much else to say apart from that. Like it's, uh, I think it was his first senior hundred. Yeah. So that's what uh,
0: that's amazing in in any form basically. But then to get it in A grade, chasing down two hundred and thirty when you're four for twenty yeah. or whatever it was is just it's a mark of a, uh, a batsman that's mature beyond his years.
1: Yeah, um, it was a brilliant innings. I don't think we can understate that. Um, I think
0: um, uh, Sport FM this morning, Wayne Clark, <laughs> who is SUBY Flores head coach uh, and works with our own Harry Grigson down at Sport FM, <laughs> um, described
1: it as the best A grade innings he's ever seen. So, wow, really? Yeah. Wow. So that's big raps from obviously someone who's very experienced yeah, in Yeah, has been around season. a fair
0: while. And um, we've said that with a few blokes this year in our A-grade who have played some very good innings. Yeah. But to see it from an 18-year-old who's just uh, finding his way is pretty impressive. But
1: just to keep, um, keep going on John, I suppose, there's no fear in the way he plays. Like yeah. It's just Supreme at 4 for 27, confidence. it'd be easy to go back in his shell. But he's still playing his shots and, yeah, got us really close in the end.
0: I think we've seen that all the way through from John. But to now see an A-grade as well, it's just so impressive.
1: They're uh, gonna be a great player for the club, John, um if not higher runners. So yeah, ten required off the last over there. Um John has Zach Barris for company. Um they try to run a two off the first ball. Um Fez was actually quite unlucky, so it was a direct hit from long on. That so is it was pretty. Stiff. Pretty good piece of fielding. Um, it might have been close if the bowler had taken it, but he might have just been here maybe. But, yeah, unfortunately... Had to go for it. Yeah, just ended up the nine runs short there, unfortunately.
0: On a positive note, Feds did score his first run for the drags on the did weekend. He? I
1: don't think so. Didn't he? No, I no. think he, he had one ball to keep out at the end of the 49th.
2: I tournament.
0: thought he... Uh, he was... I could have sworn he'd scored one.
2: No, yeah. he's still in uh in Oh, there you go. Zero, <laughs> zero, ever- not, zero out yeah. of two. Sorry, so Fez. <laughs> uh, but it was a lovely
1: for defence, that ball he faced. And That's good. Yeah, it was nice to hear, like, <laughs> I asked John what he said to Zach when he went out of the bat. He said, it's going to be full and it's going to be straight. Yeah. And I did hear, over here, Zach and John talk, you say, like, oh, did you have any sort of confidence in me? And John said, yeah, i would back going to get through one. <laughs> so, um, well, yeah, And he did that. But uh, uh, Fez, watch with the bat, still continues. Yeah. But <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, uh, the first grade went down. Maybe he'll get his first run in the win. That'd be yeah, nice. that would be huge. Uh, um, so across to the second grade, um, yeah, unfortunately, probably not another great week. Uh, Subi Floret winning by 134 runs there at Burinder. Um, So, yeah, the... Surbhi so Floreau win the Tyson on elective bat, but Jimmy Andrews picks up a in the first over, so
2: pretty good start there. Gone from
0: strength to strength, coming yeah. up from the threes into the twos, bowled yeah. really well.
2: Yeah, he bowled really well as well, um, along with Surly sort of been the theme, we, we've, we were really happy with our, well, could have been better with the bowling effort, but we thought they batted really well, but we definitely didn't um, didn't disgrace ourselves with the ball. Um, yeah, it was a good start.
1: Uh, so Surbhi Floreau posted a pretty competitive score of 5 for 210 from their 50 overs, and um, yeah, for the Dragons, um, like you said, Lamb, Stu, Hepburn and Lockie Sur are pretty impressive again. Um, Stu gets one for 39 from his 10-overs and Surly one for 30 from his 10-overs. Mm-hmm. Uh, good to see Alice Cassidy coming back, And your captain, was able to get the mathematics
2: right with Surly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, DC, I don't know if you have this here, but DC bowled 10-overs.
0: He did. I yeah. couldn't believe it. He's a, It's taken him until, what, now to finally realise that he's a half-decent bowler <laughs> and actually, you know, someone's pushed him to go,
1: okay, you, you can actually bowl now, mate, and... Didn't get a wicket, but I'm sure he bowled well. He bowled very well. Good uh, the there, other wicket-takers there, Ellis Cassidy, 2 for 66 from his 10 overs, and, yeah, Jimmy Andrews, 1 for 14 from just the 5 overs for him. Um, unfortunately, probably wasn't another – or I should say it was not another great effort with the bat, uh, all out for 76. Um, not much chop, really, that scorecard, to be honest. But um, Lockie Lake tried hard at number 5. Um than an hour for his 18 but apart from that there wasn't really much going on to be honest
0: yeah i'm not really sure what what uh, further to say there unfortunately it was a bit of a disappointing performance
2: yeah yeah obviously we um are hoping that these experiences lead to um more experienced cricketers as the as the games and the years go on but yeah i think that batting effort was pretty good sign of a pretty inexperienced team
1: I guess you'd had the highlight of the um batting is was the boys having a bit of fun with the frock boxes. <laughs> rinks, so. Oh yeah, it's probably worth talking about that. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were
0: we were con- very confused because we were sitting there and we'd already um finished I think by that point and we saw a picture of Shawnee Boars fully padded up having like a hit. Yeah,
1: Liam sent through a video with like minimal other context of just Sean like the score bug said eight for eight six, six for two, <laughs> and Sean's yeah. like got his kid on like
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: shadow we were, batting. We were really very confused. Yeah, so um Sean obviously opened the batting. He was the first man dismissed, and and as Shaunie is quite an energetic young man, he was he was quite <laughs> uh, intent to do something throughout the day. So as Jimmy Andrews was injured, that's why only he bowled, bowled the five overs. Uh, we needed a runner, and sort of got to the second drinks break. Um, we're doing the scoring like on the limestone wall, like obviously a bit bit, bit loose because we were bloody eight for six. <laughs> yeah. um, and the drinks break comes on. Sean's padded up, ready to go in to, to run. And he's like, oh, no, oh, boys, can you just, like, just throw me a couple? <laughs> and then Bozzy comes up with the idea to get the frog box on him. So I'm like, uh, yeah, well, it's drinks break, so, so why not? So I get on the frog box. Um, wh- meanwhile, before that, we're having a conversation with Brock Teed through frog box. Um, <laughs> he's listening to us on the frog box and we're having a conversation with him. <laughs> so a lot was happening. And so yeah, enough just, essential just, Yeah, so just pan <laughs> down on, on the frog box. We might have to get some um, some content out there oh, on the socials. It's a very
1: um, junior cricket sort of mentality, I suppose, but it's good you're still having fun. Yeah, no, absolutely. The point of playing cricket is to have fun, theoretically, theoretically whether, whether everyone yeah. anyone ever has or not. Like, we won't like, have like,
2: much fun on the field, so at least we had some off the field.
1: Um, so across to the third grade, up and down season for the third grade, and um, they probably didn't have too much fun with Subie Florian, winning by nine wickets at uh, Cameron Becker's favourite ground, Alderbury Reserve. <laughs> yeah. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. We so, got um, there
0: and there wasn't even any change rooms this time. No. They, they were being redone. <laughs> because I was like, oh, okay, Byron change rooms are being redone. At least we'll be away at Alderbury. There's change rooms. There's decent showers there, actually. Um, You've got to share them with the old blokes that play hockey, but it's still
1: uh, decent. And get they're all blocked off, just completely <laughs> construction zones. Ah, oh, are you kidding? Oh, well, so um, Cameron was the skipper again this week, mm-hmm. and I you won won the toss and chose to bat. And first um,
0: time I think I've won a toss this year. Actually, um, every other time I've lost. And
1: uh, actually, I won against Wanneroo, but then we bowled, and that was definitely the wrong choice. So. <laughs> um, there's been a bit of winning the toss and bowling decisions this year. So, what did you think of the pitch? Like, easy decision to have a stick. Yeah, it's
0: a bit of a f- it was it was a flatty for one, and uh, we've sort of dug ourselves into a hole trying to chase the last couple of games. So, I thought let's get out of there, put a score on the board, and see if we can defend it.
1: Set the tone. So I'm opening standard 29 between Stu Smith and Ben Witchke, but that quickly becomes three for 33, unfortunately. So not the best of sort of starts. So yeah,
0: that. well, the the actual start was elite. we were none for 16 off the first or something. Well, Stu Smith took to their opening bowler, but um, unfortunately, once he left, it sort of uh, snowballed pretty quickly from there.
1: Um, so yeah, all out for 106. Um, that score probably. Would have been a bit worse if not for Bevan Hargrave making 23 and Cameron New making 18 not out. Um, There's been a few of these this year. Another dogged partnership, <laughs> ninth <laughs> wicket partnership with James Scott. Um, happened out on bar under two against Melville and it's happening again. Backs to the wall, man. I told you. <laughs> yeah, if
0: when the chips are down, you don't want me when it's easy. That's no good. Yeah. It
1: thrives under pressure. Yeah. Like when you made 330 out on B2, you were nowhere. <laughs> <I> made one. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Backs um, against the wall and you are in it.
0: No, it was good. I was actually uh, batting with Jimmy Scott at the end. Um, we put on 20-odd and it, we, I was sort of trying to farm the strike a bit and I had these two leggies on, and um, I was just trying to swing as hard as I could, like slog-sweep over square leg. I reckon I connected with maybe one of them across like, <laughs> six overs, just then chunking a single at the last ball to get up the other end.
1: Um, so when we reply, Sue <laughs> uh, B. came out swinging and ticked off the target in the 18th over, so yeah. fairly comprehensive there. Um, Cameron, you did, did sort of go through all your bowlers looking for someone to get a wicket, but you were the only one to do it. Uh, yeah. One for 27 from four overs, but... Yeah, what well, was the theory there? Just try to find something.
0: We only had a hundred on the board, so we sort of we start off with Goon and Scotty, who are two of probably our new bowl bowl, new ball bowlers. But we just we didn't bowl anything bad, but we were just trying to fend a hundred and just no good, unfortunately. It was
1: uh, quite funny seeing Goon and Grubrock up to the first grade game. Like, yeah. uh, I thought, geez, you guys wants to finish early, that <laughs> we sort of got the tail of the tape, and yeah, yeah it wasn't the best. Well, day.
0: we took the opportunity to go to the beach, and uh, <laughs> th- those two decided that they they were a bit old for the beach, so they had to go and have a shower and go. Uh, support and go to the pub maybe afterwards
1: uh, one of the great cricket quotes I've heard from Goon this year was um, oh yeah a few of the younger boys are going to the beach I think we just drifted in the other direction to the uh, Florid Hotel <laughs> for a few a few uh, on the wood
0: yeah unfortunately we were, we were finished very early so it was uh, quite disappointing um, yeah not much else to say about it unfortunately
1: uh, we can get into some positive news because the fourth grade had a win. Hooray. Uh, they, they beat Suby Florey by 79 runs. So uh, the boys bat first there on B2 and make 8 for 206 from the 45 overs. So pretty good score. Um, underpinning that sort of effort was uh, Chris Elliott at the top of the order with 83, sort of ever-reliable. And Harry Grigson, whose availability <laughs> seems to come and go, yeah. uh, bats a number 3 and makes 61.
0: Honestly, it must be nice having cricket be that easy for you. <laughs> you can just rock up once every six weeks and peel off 60-odd, but... It's probably one of their stronger batting lineups in a, a long time. The fours had with uh, Gleeson,
1: Spaff, Grigson all all in this week. We will come back to Grigson, fear not, because there is something very funny. <laughs> uh, so yeah, good effort with the ball. Um, Super so fire, all out for one hundred and twenty-seven. So a lot of a uh, lot of wicket takers here. So Ian D'Souza, Jared Bridge, and Matt McGuire I'll we'll get two each, and then ones for the skipper Aaron McCall, uh, Arne Pimple, and Blake Hurst. So pretty so, uh,
0: actually, Brad Hurst. Brad Hurst, yeah, apologies,
1: sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, good all around bowling effort.
0: Yeah, I think it's um, probably one of those ones where pretty quickly, if they're keeping the run rate down, there's going to be a low chance of them sort of kicking on with the bowling attack we have. But, yeah, I think it was, it's nice to see sort of the other guys all chip in as well with a couple of wickets.
1: I think that moves the fourth grade up to fifth, I believe, on the low. Yeah, they're
0: definitely inside the six now, um, which is good. Um, I don't know exactly where they sit, but it's nice to see them back um, up. Yeah, so they're looking back in pretty good shape yeah. to
1: attack the finals. Exactly.
2: The team at CY O'Connor Village Pub are very proud to be sponsors of the Willis and Dragons. Even though the pub burnt down in June, they want you to know that the fire is not going to stop them and they'll be back bigger and better than ever. Committed to a full rebuild, they'll also be opening a pop-up beer garden and drive through bottle shop, stocking all of your favourites, including their delicious Mataluca farm beef and lamb produce. Opening soon, it's a precinct with everything you need for a great day out, post-game celebration or supplies for an epic barbecue at home. Thanks to C.Y. O'Connor Village Pub for their ongoing support of the Willerton Dragons.
0: All righty, Cammy Cammy, Cammy. Cammy. That's the new one. Yeah, Cammy. Um, all right, Cammy, we'll uh, jump <laughs> through to the, the Premier T20s on the Sunday. Uh, unfortunately, a very, a very similar result to the Sunday. Oh, more
1: importantly, I hope that nickname does not stick, <laughs> which I've put it out in the universe now, yeah. so it will. Um, so, yeah, Premier 2020 side, um, yeah, heartbreaker, unfortunately. our Quarterfinal lost to Scarborough, so fall just short of our... Uh, I suppose, our journey to get to the waker, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, the boys bowl first, and it looked like they did it pretty well. Um, same wicket as um, it Saturday. was on Saturday. They were at Florida Park, so obviously we might have had a bit of an advantage in that we'd had a look at it. Uh, yeah, um, Scarborough made 9 for 102 from their 20 overs. Uh, Guru was exceptional through the middle. Uh, 3 for 6 from his 4 overs, <laughs> so he can't really bowl much better than that. But he had support from uh, Matty Hannah picking up 2 for 23 from 4 overs, including with... Well, he got the slowest. <laughs> the greatest wicket of all time. I think time. it was deliberate. But it was
0: deliberate. A he delib- claimed it was deliberate, certainly. Yeah, the, the, I d- yeah, I think the the idea was deliberate, but maybe not quite to uh, how it
1: actually came out.
2: I think out. the shot made the ball look worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, so <laughs> just
1: to talk through it, it was a slower ball bumper that was completely Q-ended up in
0: the yeah. air. He and caught s- it tried to quicker.
2: swat it. His bat was at a 90-degree w- angle. Yeah, it was like a tennis like smash, like a, basically,
0: yeah. but all he Stay did was pop it straight up in the air and got caught <laughs> by Shorman <laughs>
1: Um Anyway, the other bowlers too. to Luke Holt gets one for 17 from four overs, and Zach Ferris gets one for 24 from his four overs, but unfortunately it was about as good as it got for yeah. the Dragons. Uh, six for twenty nine, they were quite quickly reduced to with um our top six batters, Blair Walsh, Oliver Arkansas, Calem Bond, Shane Warren's, Isaac Melantis, and John Sanders all back in the shirts.
0: Yeah, I think it's it's obviously a far from ideal start. Yep. I mean, we can we can sit there and try and sugarcoat it all we want, but um we we're pretty confident, I would have thought, at the halfway point and um to we put ourselves on the backers-to-back foots at the, at the start there.
1: Um, yeah, so from there, the task force to Luke Holt and Stu Headburn, and they did it quite well. Um, probably a little more circumspect to start, just to sort of try to build the innings. But they put on 62 for the seventh wicket to give us a show, and they both hit massive sixes. Yeah.
0: Um, Stu just uh, – I mean, Hulty we know, can can do it at that level. And, um, but Stu, that's probably the first time he's really had a crack with the bat, at, at well, in the T20s anyway. Um And you're right, I think he was three off 16 or something at one point when we were, you know, six for not many. Um, But they just really gave themselves a really good crack to actually get close to the total in the end as well.
1: Um, So, yeah, unfortunately, we lose them both towards the end, which probably wasn't ideal. Um, Yeah, put on the 62. They sort of got to the stage where it was 34 required or five overs with them both there, and you thought, oh... You know, perhaps we're potentially in the game, but I think a bit of pressure just built, and unfortunately we weren't able to finish it off.
0: Yeah, I mean, you look at it and sort of everything had to go right for us from six for 29, and, and it nearly did. You know, we didn't get too far away in the end. Um, he, we I think we all thought he may have hit that for six, but when he got caught in the boundary... Yeah, just um, in second the second
1: there. left over, he tried to launch one over midwicket and got caught at there midweekend. Yeah. Off the bat, it looked like six for all money. Yeah,
0: hitting with the breeze, we all thought we were there. So, um, yeah, it's... It was good, good from halty and Stewie to get us in that position, and Maddie Hanna, with a, a boundary or two at the end as well, nearly got us home.
1: Yeah, just to go back to Holti and Stewie, um, Holti made 30 from 35 deliveries. Like, he's a bloody good cricketer, Holti, yeah. especially in that sort of format. Like in To get niche in baseball, they talk about like the 5 tool players who have everything. Like yeah. Holti, on the weekend, he bowled bloody well. We know how good of a bowler he is, but his outfielding was exceptional. I reckon he yeah. saved probably five runs himself, just from Absolutely being so quick to the ball, having such a strong and accurate arm, and yeah. then... That's the job of the bat. So, like again, another guy who, if not for higher honours, we're going to see a, for a long time and yeah. be a great cricketer for us.
0: And we spoke about sort of uh, John Sanders' um, you know, mindset and how he attacks the game, but Holt is exactly the same. He's 18, going on 30 with the sort of uh, <laughs> confidence he's got. Uh, you know, as, as you said with the fielding even, like on Sunday, there was, I think there was one where he's sprinted around at full pace, picked it up one handed and leathered a throw back in to stop a two. And you know it's a good piece of outfield fielding when sort of everyone's sitting there just goes, Whoa, that was yeah. that was real good there.
1: Um, Stu's role as well. Like you said, he was three off sixteen, um, just doing his job the way he sort of had to, but he got to 28 from 39. He did it really well. Um, yeah, there was no good of him just slogging and getting out, so he worked really hard to build something.
2: Yeah, you and me, Cass, Cass Beck's <laughs> have seen a lot of stew batting, but I think that was next level. Like, obviously, we've seen a lot of stew at the top of the order, sort yeah. of um, heaving and hoeing, but that that was an incredibly In a knock.
0: Yeah, exactly. In terms of... Uh uh, playing to the situation of the game that's probably as good as I've seen Stu bat mm-hmm. uh, and especially rising to the occasion like that you know hasn't batted yet in the T20s or may- maybe had one or two sort of balls at the end of an innings but to step up in a knockout final in your fourth game of A grade or whatever it is I thought it was real good from him
1: yeah. Um. so 13 runs were required after the last over there so we were sort of in the game a bit Um. yeah Adam square drive beautiful shot first ball for four but Unfortunately, five required off the last to win four for a super over, and Maddie can just only unfortunately drill it to long off. But it was a reasonable effort given where they were.
0: Yeah, and it's it's frustrating, and um, I'm sure everyone involved in it is as well. That you can sort sort of sit there and go, we got we got so close despite everything. But um, yeah, hopefully hopefully we can use the sort of disappointment there to to fire up for the rest of the season.
1: Uh, so to move on, 2020 fixtures for the under 17s and under 15s as well. Um, they they played Subi Florid again, which I found quite funny because I actually played them last week as yeah,
0: well. The, I don't know what's going on there. Obviously, the 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 three games in one weekend last weekend and then <laughs> yeah. the double up against the same team. Like, uh, that's, There's got to be some sort of oversight those there. Those
1: poor Subi Florid under 15s having to come to Burrida twice. Spare <laughs> a thought. And, so, poor, um,
0: and, and poor 17s having to play at Alderbury. <laughs> <I think. laughs>
1: so uh, bad news all around. We'll start with the 17s who yeah, went down to Subi Florid by 21 runs. Um, so, Superfloria back first, makes 6 for 124 from their 20 overs. So, that's a pretty good score. And then under 17 2020. 20, 20. Uh, Braden Lee picks up 2 for 15 from four overs. He bowled well. And then Ethan Smith, 1 for 15 from three overs. And the Yethmin Kanangara, 1 for 12 from two overs as well.
0: I, I rocked up and um, asked Brayden how, like, I had, how'd you go this morning, mate? And he was, I bowled really well. I was like, good. I'm glad. I'm very, <laughs> I'm very happy for you. Um, I hadn't checked what the team score was at that point.
1: <laughs> <but> <laughs> that's, um, yeah, very atypical of a career. Normally, it's always team score first.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, couldn't quite chase down the score.
1: Uh, they couldn't. So four for one hundred and three from their twenty overs. Uh, the run makers there. Ethan Smith makes thirty four. Uh, Brady Palethorpe makes twenty six, and Legan Sandu makes twenty one at the top of the order. But unfortunately, just a bit short there.
0: Yeah, um, it's just it's going down four down. It's probably one of those ones where you kind of go, could we have, could we have gone a bit harder? Could we have done something different? But. As, we, as we've said many times before, camo chasing in junior cricket is difficult. Yeah, pressure builds. Uh, it looks like they just got the better of us there.
1: Under-15s did it well, though. So they beat Subi Floreau by 13 runs at Barranda, um, avenging a loss to the same opposition on the same ground last week. Uh, so the boys bat first make 4 for 122 from their 20 overs. So very good score in a T20. On B2, that, a junior 2020. Uh, ben Mitchell makes 63, not out, and Blake Stephen makes 38. So those two are really that's, the stars. That's of the big
2: games. for under-15s. Oh, 46
0: balls wow. as well. That's, that, that's a genuine inning. i so. tell you
2: what, that kid, that kid can play. He can bat, he can bowl. He's, ben he's Mitchell. a very good cricketer.
0: Yeah. Um, between him and Blake Stephen, there's a couple of very good juniors mm-hmm. there with both bat and ball. Well, I mean, 63 or 46, you'd be happy with that in a big bash game. Let's <laughs> learn <alone laughs> under fifteen.
1: On B2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Florey, have a go at Chasing at uh, 8 for 109 from their 20 so sure there. Uh, Vidi Palpola, Luke Herbert, Jevon Buckland, the Affirmation, Ben Mitchell and Isaac Whitcomb all pick up wickets. So, a good restrictive bowling performance, it would appear.
2: Kimo, you're getting better every, every week with these pronunciations.
1: I'm very proud of you, kindly.
0: Nah, very good performance in the 15s there. Um, It's nice to see... Getting the, getting the win and reversing the result from the weekend before, Camo, There was also a Masters game on yesterday, um, which unfortunately there's no scores up or anything on my cricket.
1: Yeah, as ever, um, the scores remain elusive for this particular competition. Yeah, but Cameron, you've got a quite a comprehensive wrap of the game. Absolutely, Jers, so, so there on you
0: here. was. Uh, the, yeah, the, the scores unfortunately weren't too pretty either for the Masters <laughs> on the weekend. Um, but yeah, I messaged Mick Jerez asking if uh, he had some updates on it, and they uh, <clears throat> sorry. Bowled first and kept them to 128, uh, and the Masters were cruising in reply at 2 for 70 off 10, um, and before Tippers ran himself out, <laughs> Hoss was on fire, uh, and then missed a full toss, couple fell to the old LBW chestnut, which was... Uh, Clarified by saying there was no umpire, so it was umpired by the batting team, um, or the nice. bo- or umpired by two from each team, so okay. maybe questionable LBWs <laughs> potentially, um, and long story short, uh, which Mick is n- not normally good at, um, <laughs> he said cricket was the real winner on the day, yeah, very um, much doubt it. but yeah, so few few boys out on the weekend, Blake Hall made a return, uh, rolling the arm over a um, couple of... Uh, Brad Hurst also had a game, um, had a, hit a huge bomb. Unfortunately, got out to another slow full toss, though. So <laughs> the uh, the Masters went down, but I'm sure they had a lot of fun as always.
1: Yeah, uh, one thing I did say in the wrap-up that Mick gave you was um, Keith Tipping's name followed by three laughing emojis. <laughs> so I thought something's <laughs> having that. There.
0: there. Yeah, so Tippers was on fire at Gully, <laughs> uh, apparently, one of which was a screamer. Long hop from Hoss, the bloke's thrown the kitchen sink at it and straight to Tipper's, and he's taken an absolute blinder. So that was, uh, uh, Mick Mick said that uh, just quietly, it was pretty good fielding for a bunch of nuffies.
1: Yeah, Uh, if we were doing Masters votes, I think uh, Tipper's would be up there. Yeah, I'm not sure
0: sure if he's still captaining, but he seems to be doing everything in that team (laughs) so far.
2: Blooms the chemist Bull Creek is proud to be a sponsor of the Willerton Dragons. Located at the Stockland Shopping Centre in Bull Creek, they are open 7 days a week from 8am to 8.30pm. They cater for all your medical, health and beauty needs and always at everyday low prices. They are now also available to administer the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine for anybody 12 years and over or the AstraZeneca vaccine for anyone 18 years or over. Book online or simply walk in to do your bit. Blooms the Chemist Bull Creek are committed to delivering caring pharmacy services where your health comes first. That's why they support local communities and Australian charities so you can feel good and give back while prioritising your health. Thanks to Blooms the Chemist Bull Creek for their ongoing support of the Willis Dragons. All right, boys, we're back. Um, just thank you to uh, Blooms Chemist Bull Creek, one of our great sponsors. Um, another message from uh, one of another. other... Um, Valued sponsors AR advisors. They're looking uh, for some people to come on board. Um, they're looking for a junior admin assistant, an ed- intermediate accountant, and a graduate accountant. So if you if you fit one of those roles, uh, contact Chris Elliott or email careers at aradvisors.com.au. A
0: few drags working at AR advisors as well. So mm, I'm sure you're uh, yeah, in very good company there. All right, Kamo, let's uh, move along to. Uh, the Bremer Bay Resort Becca kempton medal. Uh, so we were a little bit light on in terms of people to choose votes from this week.
1: Yeah, it was sort of slimmer picking. It's just with the fourth grade, the only successful team, and the second and third grade getting rolled. There's no other way to say it. Pretty much <laughs> no individual <laughs> performances of um, But, yeah, we've managed to come up with something. So I'll start with myself. Um, my one vote might be quite controversial, but I've given it to Matt Hanna. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like we sort of said, talking about the first grade, and Matt, I don't think Nunfer reflected how well he bowled on the weekend, especially in his first spell. So he was very good. And then his 30 at the end was also very important. Um, So perhaps some sort of observation bias given the first grade was a game I watched. But... Yeah, I think a deserving one vote from Matt. I like it me.
0: too, because I reckon the batsmen get a better better gig in this uh, Becky Kempton medal votes, and, and I'm just as guilty of it. If I say a 60, yeah. I'm more likely to give that a vote than, say, a 3 for a 4 for Like,
1: he's been injured a bit. That might even be Matt's first vote in the Becky Kempton medal, which, probably is like, would be, yeah. which is just silly for a player of his sort of quality.
0: Considering he probably would have romped home with it a couple of years ago when yeah. he took his 50 wickets or whatever it was. Yeah,
1: and um, obviously was caught up for higher honours and stuff. But exactly. uh, the two votes for me, uh, Chris Elliott, 83 at the top of the 4s, um... Yeah, know how good of a player he is um, when he's not working there at AR Advisors. But, yeah, just the epitome of consistency, I would say, at the top of that fours order. And I think there's some young boys that are better for playing with him. 100%. Uh, So the three votes for me, fairly obvious. uh, John Sanders for his 100 in the first grade. um, Yeah, I mean, we've already given John a lot of lavish praise, which I'm sure he'll appreciate. But, yeah, yeah, I think just another outstanding innings.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I went the same. I gave him the three votes, I think. Not only was it a standout innings amongst uh, some not-so-standout individual performances to do it in a close run chase in the A-grade, yeah, would run out of good object ad- adjectives to uh, describe it. I also gave my two votes to uh, Chris Elliott in the fours. 80-odd was, I thought, comfortably the next best uh, individual performance. But then I also delved into the fours for my one vote. And, um, you yeah, know, some would accuse me of favouritism, but uh, <laughs> I, thought, I thought Harry Grigson's uh, 60-odd off the back of a month of no training and no cricket or six weeks (laughs) or whatever it is. Um, I thought that deserved a vote as well, but we'll get into that a little bit further. It's shortly.
1: actually Scott boland Greg in that he was running at an average of six votes per game, given he played one <laughs> game. And col- I think it might have been five even he collected from us. So yeah. uh, that average has actually dropped after picking up the one vote. No so good. it's down to, down to three a game, so we will have to keep playing to improve that.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I don't have the exact leaderboard on me, but it, it might be getting a bit closer because Stewie hasn't been featuring in the votes. Yeah, recently. and obviously Bangers
1: and Aaron Hardy have been away, but yeah. Big Bash Udi's for a while. Well, so it, it could be worth a check-in, I think. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't
0: mention on the pod out loud, but we'll have a look at the – keep it under wraps a little bit. It would be
1: nice if, like, that was our sort of issue with it early and that um, those three were running away with it. It would be nice to have, like, a closer sort of vote count.
0: Yeah, definitely, and we could get down the last few weeks and actually have a bit of uh, intrigue into who might win it. Let's hope. Um, All right, we'll move on because what we do have, Camo, is the CY O'Connor Village Pub Senior Player of the Week to hand out, and it is very self-explanatory. There's – Absolutely no debate. It is John Sanders this week, and we have him on the line. John, hello, mate. How are you?
3: Well, how are you, Cameron?
0: I'm oh, very
1: good. Thanks, mate. Uh, John, I'm here as well, mate. How are you?
3: Good, good. How are you?
1: Good. Thanks, mate. Hi, John.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Liam. <laughs>
0: Just to round out the uh, the trio. So, Johnny... Um, Obviously, a very, uh, a, well, a good weekend for yourself personally. Uh, is it satisfying to win the on the O'Connor Village Pub Senior Player of the Week?
3: Oh, of course. Um, <laughs> no doubt about it. Um, just, I think, this week, yeah, it was nice to get personal um, uh, high score to the drags and achievement. But, of course, would have loved to have the... Get the team over the line But of course Happy to win the, the award Wonderful
1: uh, A bit of a change For you John This year So you've given away The leg rollers And taken up a role Behind the stump So how are you finding That for a change
3: um, Yeah So Decided to Take the gloves This year I thought um, A bit hard To find a spot Maybe in the, With the spinning option That we've got so far uh, With Luke Holt And uh, Guru Bowling really well Last year Taking 50 and. Thirty odd wickets for both, and decent returns. Um, it's a little bit difficult for that, but then sort of thought I've done keeping. I joined Williston at the age of uh, in fourteen as a keeper, so I thought it's something not brand new to do. And um, yeah, start of the season a little bit rusty, but I think I'm finding my way into into the year.
0: Yeah, well, you've uh, definitely been more than a part-time keeper this year and in the past, but uh, on that topic of just being able to walk into A-grade as a keeper, is it, is it difficult being that good at everything in cricket after also taking poles as a seam-up bowler in the Southern Smash? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I,
3: wouldn't, I wouldn't say I'm that good at everything, but um, no, it's, I think it's more the, the hard work that you really put in. If you're gonna put in. If you put in the hard work, I think that's, that's what you get rewarded for um, rather than based on pure talent and
1: just, yeah you know, born with it. You're rather working hard and, yeah. Very good answer. I like that. Uh, John, we've sort of talked about it earlier in the pod, um, you batting with Zach Ferris on the weekend, and I did sort of bring up a conversation we had <laughs> yesterday about your faith in Zach to sort of face <laughs> out that last ball of the over. So um, you said you trusted him, but deep down, was there any sort of nerves that you might not be able to get the job done for you? Um, I,
3: had, I had faith he's uh through to face one ball. I've um, been working with John. i been working with John o, um, on Thursdays, working on his batting, and looked like he was hitting him all right on Thursdays. Um, but I did kind of poop myself when I saw the ball go past. <laughs> I thought I may have, may have clipped the off peg and not the balls off, but um, thought, uh, fortunately it didn't. And we had another few more overs there. Because you're try on ninety, run.
2: you're on ninety-five at the time, aren't you, John? <laughs>
3: Yeah, apparently. I I had no idea. No one one told me anything. What was I on? And then um, after the game, Feds said he felt really, really nervous because, um, yeah, he knew that I was on 95 and he didn't want to leave me stranded on it. (laughs)
0: Well, as you said, Johnny, it is good uh, to see Fez's hard work paying off uh, to get run out instead of being getting out. So that's a that's a positive. Um, obviously, first senior hundred for yourself on the weekend, Johnny. How do you how do you find that, or how do you think that's going to help you and set you up for the rest of this season, and hopefully for a bit of a finals push with the ones?
3: Uh, I think it just uh, gives me a little bit, a little bit more, like a little bit of confidence to go. Do you know what? You actually can do it. Um, I think. A little, I had a little stage during the year where I got a couple of ducks in a row and yep. a few low, lower scores um, and felt like I wasn't I was training hard and working hard on my game I was just not getting the reward um, and then finally just a, just this weekend finally got the rewards so hopefully I can continue and continue to build more innings and um, more results for the club.
1: Um, so our CY O'Connor Village Club, Sandy Pro the Week, John Sanders. Uh, John, well done again, and thanks for joining us.
3: Thank you for having me. No
1: worries. Catch you, Johnny. Cheers, John. Love you, buddy.
3: See ya. See you later. I'll see you tomorrow.
1: You're <laughs> <laughs> actually gem, John. Like, he even is. yesterday, like, um, off the last ball of the innings, there was a catch that probably should have been taken. There was a bit of confusion, but then uh, John managed with the bails off as a keeper, and, yeah. like, everyone else was sort of a bit quiet, and they just, like... Yeah, celebration. celebration. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was brilliant.
0: I think, like, like we said before, there's a lot of times with cricketers that it's almost uh, insincere when you go, "Yeah, I want, I'm glad the team. Will, well, I'm disappointed <laughs> the team won, rah rah." But like, I think with John, you can genuinely tell, like, he would have rather been 92 not out and won yesterday's game than the hundred that he got. Um, and I think that's a real good treat. Trait, sorry to have as a uh, a young player.
1: Uh, so, we will hop across into our predictions. Um, coming off two correct ones last week after the <laughs> Christmas break. Um, Poor back down to earth. Yeah, again. real <laughs> return to form uh, this week. Uh, two incorrect ones. So At last least you week, got half of yours, right? Uh, yeah, 50%. Um, <laughs> I, I did predict the uh, threes and the fours to take advantage of their extra week off. Um, unfortunately, they weren't able to do that. Yeah, the fours got up, but the threes, no good. Uh, Camera, what was your prediction?
0: Uh, so I had said that we were going to have a trip to the Wacker, uh, and unfortunately that also required us to win two games on the Sunday, and we got close in the first one but went down, so also a failure.
1: Um, so this week I've gone for, yeah, I went for our threes and fours. Last week, um, I think I'll back our ones and twos to turn it around this week after some disappointing performances, so, yeah, against, um, am and Mandurah, um, first here, two's away, I'll back us to get the job done.
0: I like it a lot. Um, I've gone for something similar, but in the, uh, uh, lower grades. I was going to say one of the threes and fours is going to have an outright win this week. Oh yeah. yeah. So if that's okay, if that's a, a, a fair enough prediction, I'll accept it. Yeah. yeah because I think oh, uh, absolutely. a little bit of a bounce back. The fours, you know, they've won the last couple, but they haven't been playing their best cricket. And obviously, the threes definitely haven't been playing their best cricket. But I reckon one of them is going to pull out a really good result this weekend.
1: Uh, something I neglected to mention is the Muleman's Junior Player of the Week. So uh, this week it's Ben Mitchell for his 63 off, I think, 46, 46 deliveries yeah. in the under-15s and picked up a wicket as well. So pretty deserving winner, I would suggest.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, as I said, we've probably said his name a few times as well, but I'm not sure if he's actually won the uh, Muleman's Junior Player of the Week yet this year. So uh, hopefully, well, if it is his first, congratulations, Ben. Well done.
1: Now it's time for the segment with the best introduction in the podcast.
2: It's his best. Who's better than all the rest? Who's better than anyone? This week at
0: I don't think I noticed it last
1: week The uh, harmonising I'm a big fan of that it, it, oh yeah I'd It adds layers to it yeah. I think <laughs> it's just used as an excuse to like Produce like a form of music But yeah. I'm completely on board with that Yeah it's <laughs> so <laughs> good
0: um, Alright so The Bex's Best this week Actually goes to um, A man I think has made, won it before But it goes to Harry Grigson for not not for his sixty one because that was a very good innings. Um, obviously, that we're happy that he made the runs for. But um, Frogbox was on B two on Saturday. I believe it was the first time. Well, it was definitely the first time he's ever made runs on Frogbox. So <laughs> maybe not the first time he's been on it. Um, but Harry spent Saturday night. Uh, downloading the or screen recording clips of his boundaries <laughs> on, uh, on off frog box and put together a two minute highlights package of uh, all his shots uh, with, with transitions and everything <laughs> in between the balls. But what I like the most and yeah, it shows he's down to earth and really still with, with, with the fellas is that he included his wicket. So he got the last (laughs) ball was him just absolutely missing a slow straight one. What I found quite funny is like
1: I feel like everyone had seen this compilation apart from me. So I saw (laughs) Greg yesterday and I said, Greg, can you show us like this compilation? He's like Oh Okay, and it's like a bit sheepish. Yeah. Like, hey, you've made it already. <laughs> exactly. And then it's like playing out over the two minutes. Like, oh, I'm getting a bit embarrassed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was my <laughs>
2: favourite part. that about halfway through, he's going, "Oh, carry on."
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he played some ripping shots. Uh, a personal favourite of mine was the lofted drive straight down the ground, where he's held the pose for the camera. Yeah, typical sort of Greg. Yeah, it's uh, yeah made me laugh because he was very up and about Saturday night, and then maybe a little bit more sheepish <laughs> Sunday morning when he was uh, talking about it. But that gets Bex's best for this week.
2: Retrovision is one of the leading electrical and appliance retailers in Australia. Boasting 17 WA stores, together with their easy to use online store, Retrovision has made electrical and appliance shopping easy and affordable for everyone. Offering the best brands and the latest technology, you'll discover all the electrical stuff you love, from small appliances and white goods for your kitchen and laundry, to top brand TV and audio. You'll even find the very latest in IT from the world's best brands for school, work and play. Thanks to Vision for their ongoing support of the Willards and Dragons.
0: Alrighty Camo, we'll uh, jump into the last section of the pod today, uh, but Liam, first you had a little bit of a shout out for our, uh, our special listeners.
2: Yeah, so just wanted to thank anyone who's jumped on as a subscriber. Um, obviously, as we talked about last week, it's a completely optional thing, but you'll get a bit of extra content every week, and for the price of a coffee a month, four ninety nine, dollars 99 um, which seems to be getting a bit even less than a coffee, because the coffee price Continues, Six plus to place, rise, yeah. continues to rise. Continues um, to rise. You can support the podcast and the future of the media program. So, um, this week uh, in the subscriber special, I talk about an infamous incident which uh, some people might know about, some people might not. Uh, an event that happened in a second grade quarterfinal at Mount Lawley a couple of years back. So, um, here's a little sneak peek.
0: I can't even remember exactly how the ball played out. So I think he chipped it to a short cover he or a or something. It somewhere and they've got the batsman got stuck at one end. Yeah. He yeah, he so he's run down the wicket about halfway. Um, the ball's come into Liam and Liam's goobed it to start with. So the ball's been thrown in fairly <laughs> fairly gently from memory. Mm. He's goobed it down in front of the stumps. This bloke's five metres out of his crease on ninety eight. Liam just stands there and watches the ball. So it's literally standing like a (laughs) metre away from the stumps, a metre away from
1: him, frozen. Is this just like panic under pressure? All
2: right, and if you uh, subscribe to the podcast, then you uh, get to hear more on that. So just go to uh, our bio on Spotify or jump on anchor.com and find us there and you can sign up. Yeah, forty
1: nine a month. Um, I paid five sixty for an almond milk flat white this morning that Oof. was not nearly as good <laughs> as some of the content we're coming up with. There.
0: I paid five bucks for a coffee that I dropped halfway through the other day and I was fuming <laughs> at that. So, um, righty Lemo, you've also got something else for us today, which is a return of a bit of a fan favourite from last season with a. A new host and a new name. What have you got for us, Lemo?
2: Yeah, so inspired by um, Ellis Cassidy last year, he did a great job with these last year. So the uh, segment was called Cass's Quiz last year. My name doesn't start with any seeds, so I can't really (laughs) call it that. But um, uh, yeah, let's say Lindell's Quiz. So it doesn't quite roll off the tongue. But uh, yeah, so if... It's the questions about the podcast, so we thought it would be right. unfair to, to ask um, Camo questions about And like so it's, it's Camo and I religion. going up against each going other? Going up against each other, okay. so the questions about the podcast so far um,
0: And the listeners can play at home along as well, yeah. see
2: what they get I'm happy to hear if you beat me in the quiz, because I don't think it's likely, but it might <laughs> Yeah, play along at home and let us know w- what you scored So there's six questions here, a couple with um, some bonus points as well So um, I'll just get underway Alright, first question
0: is this uh, sorry, is it a, a buzzer system or is it like a? Do we lock in our answers? Ooh. Can we discuss it? Or what's the. Say our names. I'm going to go
2: buzzer system. Okay. So, but if one person gets it wrong, the other person has a, has a free hit. Okay. So just say buzz
1: to buzz in?
0: Uh,
2: Might be I'll, tough I'll, if we're both going buzz. Oh, well, <laughs> you can say your name. So Bex and uh, Kemi. <laughs> <laughs> that, no. Are you buzzers. No. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> off we go. All right. Um, who was the Dragon Slayer's first podcast guest? Come on. Will Rhodes. Yeah, I, no. that is incorrect. Oh, first this year
1: or first? First
2: overall. Oh, wow. Well.
0: Okay. well, I was I was also gonna say Will Rhodes but it's actually Aaron Hardy. Correct. Yeah,
1: that's that's unlucky. Yeah. One so. <laughs> I just assumed we were talking about this, this year. This year, okay. okay. No.
0: Maybe half point each then. Because I also said Will Rhodes no, first. No, one no, thing no, no, I the hated point. last no. year was the bloody
2: half, half points <laughs> <laughs> so that will not happen this year. So I'm at James. an instant yeah.
1: disadvantage because perhaps I wasn't as judicious listening well, last year. Well, I did year. ask you about half an hour if you'd listened to yeah, the episodes. Yeah, I assumed you meant <laughs> this year. Anyway, I'll do <laughs> my best.
2: What is the most listened to episode? Come on. Jeez, I'm in trouble. I know what the least
1: listened to one is, um, the Freo one. So you <laughs> it. Um, I'm going to say this year's first episode with Will Rhodes.
2: That is incorrect.
0: Is it the mental health episode with Simon That Macken? is correct. Wow. Um, that and an you can
2: get answer, bonus so. points. I'll allow Kemo to get back into this. If you get within 10, uh, 10 of the listens, total listens. Oh, God. <laughs> you can start us off, Bex. Uh, f- d- 350. Kemo? 349. No, it was four four hundred and thirty one. Oh, yeah. You went the wrong v- big side. Big surprise to a lot of people that that one was the most listened to. It surprised me as well, but um, just shows mm. that um, people appreciate people getting raw. Must be in the Mackin as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so two nil to Cameron. Huge. <laughs> How many hosts appeared in the Williton District Crew Club slash Frio podcast crossover? The infamous episode, which no one liked.
0: <laughs> Can I five? It was six. You're six. <laughs> <laughs> this is dear. chefs in the kitchen probably comes to mind. <laughs> oh right,
2: yeah. Like, yeah. It was <laughs> it was our worst. I was I was hoping you'd do be better with the first two because I thought number three, Bex is probably gonna get that one. Oh okay, yeah. three nil to Cameron. Number four. How long is our longest episode? And you get the point four closest to. So I'm gonna start with Bex just to give Camo a chance here. Uh fifty seven minutes. That's
1: what I was gonna say. We've done some long ones. I'll go fifty
2: and nine. Camo's correct. Our longest episode is one hour and sixteen seconds. Oh, wow When did we do that? Uh, That was Last year? I can go through Yeah, it was definitely last year We did a couple of long ones last year I've tightened it up Too much waffle Yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get to it Uh, And what uh, How long is our shortest episode?
1: 37 minutes or so Uh,
2: I'll go 41 14 minutes and 31 seconds 14 minutes yes. Gee, what was that what, what that was one of our very early ones that's when we were very uptight about wanting to keep it short oh yeah I was, yeah. I was militant about and early doors so <laughs> I <it was> 20 <laughs> minutes that's it no yeah. one three one weeks was. later one hour <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Yeah. Genuinely. laughs> our <laughs> first couple went 23 minutes 23 minutes and then 14 minutes and 13 seconds wow, wow. we must have raced through it that yeah. day because I think welcome back to the rest dragons <laughs> <life. laughs> <laughs> that was before because we, we did three episodes before we even played a fixture that year <laughs> we so that's weird enough. We had <laughs> nothing to talk about. <laughs> that was, was that must be in the preseason? Where was like, well, we've talked about all the preseason, we still haven't yeah. played a game yet. Yeah. Um, who who got closest? That one me. Yeah. Oh, Camo, come back three two. All right, this is two um, even it up. Who were our two guests in season two, episode two? Named the Legends Return. Camo. Yep.
1: Cameron Bancroft. No. No. Can,
2: just give us a second. There's two. I Cameron won't say Bancroft
1: yes or no. and. Stuart Hepburn?
2: Cameron?
0: The, season 2, Episode 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cameron Bancroft and Lincoln Joy?
2: No, so you, oh. both Cameron Bancroft wasn't it, but also it was Zach Ferris. So, oh, yeah. 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 There you go. So, so we, Stu
0: was in there? No, so it
2: was Cam. Nah, and Stu Zach. Was Cam Stu. No, Stu was. Okay. No, Stu was, I think, the one after. So um, yeah. that, I think that was probably one of our best episodes. So, so go back and listen to that. We had a great chat with Cam Bancroft and um, an introductory chat with Zach Ferris. So, uh, Cameron took the victory this time, 3 2. Hope you're playing along at home, guys. Yes. Um, Mick <laughs> Jers, you have no excuse not to get anything less than full marks there. <laughs> Mick yeah. Jers will have everything, and then bonus marks for getting the one. Like He'll be actually, actually, that was wrong.
0: It was actually this time. So, yeah. You know, <laughs> Alrighty, righty, that uh, is all we have time for today. Uh, after a few false starts, we managed to get through it and uh, get through the weekend's action. We have a two-day fixture at this stage, at least, coming up this weekend against Rockingham Mandra.
1: Yeah, I think this week is safer. There is a suggestion that um, potentially some of the two-day games will be... Reduce to one-day games to avoid our potential COVID complications when the borders open, but we'll just keep an eye out for that. There's no official word. this Yeah, time.
0: exactly. Um, obviously, we're, we're here wearing our masks recording this as, uh, as is required, so hopefully we can uh, avoid any big outbreaks and get the finish uh, of this season. But good luck to uh, all grades that are playing this weekend, home or away, and hopefully we can get some better results.
2: See you Wednesday.